This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Curry down the right sideline, waiting, guarded by White, off a screen by Looney. Curry fires away, the three ball's good! Top of the key with White making contact. It's a one-point game, the Warriors are not going away. He wasn't really open, but he's got such a quick release. 27 for Curry. Now back to 95-7, the game. Yeah, Steph Curry finishing with 43 And the Warriors win game four, 107-97, coming back home for game five with a series tied at two. Some other players we haven't mentioned much about who are important in this one, Andrew Wiggins, you were the first guy to mention him, but not many people have, other than our caller, Joe, who came back. Andrew Wiggins, with 17 points and 16 rebounds, was a plus 20 and the plus minus yesterday. Shows you how important he is. Only one player was better in plus-minus for the Golden State Warriors. And you'd think immediately, well, it had to be Steph, right? He had 43. No. The other player, Kavon Looney, in 28 minutes was a plus-21, Dan. Andrew Wiggins in the 16 rebounds, that's a career high for him. And so he was coming off the court. I think it was maybe Marcus Thompson. He actually said this at the press conference. I thought it was the answer to date in terms of these post-game conferences. And it was the most candid response I've seen in recent memory. And someone said, well, can you explain the 16 rebounds? Your previous high was 11. And he sat there in his sort of stoic way of of responding to these things. And he said, I want to win, man. And coming off the floor, people were talking about, you know, he was just simply saying, I want to win so bad. This guy has redefined exactly who he is as a basketball player. And he has changed the narrative in what everybody, not only nationally, but here locally, this guy is, he is he's proving to everyone he's got that in his DNA, that championship fiber. This is what champions are made of. And he belongs ensconced with the Draymonds, the Stephs, and the Clays. He, he at least looks to me like the guy who will do anything to win a basketball game at this level in the NBA Finals. One People in Minnesota are saying, why couldn't you have said that when you were wearing our uniform? Because they were waiting for him to be engaged on a regular well, basis. Well, he was miscast out there, though. Yeah, and as a result, they paid him. Joe in San Jose, our previous caller, wants the Warriors to sign him to a longer-term deal. He's got another year left. Next year, he will make from his original Minnesota Timberwolves contract, not his first contract, but his original free agent contract there. Next year, he will make $33,616,000. So... They're going to have to pay him big money next year, but then he's unrestricted at the age of 28 in 2023. 
And if you're the Warriors, you're going to have some very big decisions to make. But that's in the future. 888-957-9570. It's the Xfinity Mobile text line, which is busy today. Also, it's our phone line. I told you I have a stat that may have you quaking in your boots. Boston Celtics, losers in game number four at home. Series is tied at two. Dan, the Boston Celtics so far, after losses in the NBA playoffs this year, a perfect 7-0. They lose a game, they immediately come back and win. How does that change the way you look at your confidence meter for game number five? It doesn't mean squat. Come on, man, 7-0. That's not a fluke, that's a trend. Well, prior to that, the Golden State Warriors had never lost at home in the postseason this year. They were 9-0, and so they got beat in game two or in game one. So all that stuff goes out the door. You can't hang on to that. Right now, it's about... It's about what happens on that floor and in terms of trends. If you if that's what you're hanging on to, Boston, well, good luck. And I think it's only fair. You know, I know some people have intimated on the, on the text line that I'm sort of, you know, I, and I wish I never said this. And I still, to a certain degree, do believe that the Boston Celtics have the better athletes. This series is far from over. Uh, I, I wish that I never went as far as to say that Boston is the better team between these two. Uh, and I still think it's a bit precarious because it's it's still Steph, do or die. And it's this one-trick pony. And you need more from the Golden State Warriors because Boston isn't going anywhere. What are you giggling at? Are they hammering me some more? No. It's a fabulous text thread here on the Xfinity Mobile text line at 888 from the 510. There is a population of callers who have rarely or never called you guys before, don't show any evidence of knowing basketball, have nothing constructive or positive to say, but are full of anger about Draymond Green. I think these people deserve to be bumped. But Brian with a Y, he did the right thing. What he did is like a hockey enforcer throwing a hard check on the mouthy guy on the other team. You only need to do it once in a while (laughs) to set people straight. Well done, Brian. Brian, you're our goon. You're the resident goon. That was such a well-constructed text thread. Thank you, sophomore in Pacifica. Where it's beautiful downtown, but in Pacifica, overcast and 52 degrees right now. That's my guess. And you got to... Call in any time, sophomore. Any time. Right to the... We'll bump you to the top of the list. All right. We've got one hour down, and we've got five phone lines. Are you ready to play here, Dan? Let's go, man. All right. Let's go to Frisco, where Spaz is. Spaz, welcome in. Devona Coe's 95.7 The Game. Why do you love Draymond Green? Um, I love Draymond because he, he gives everything. You know, like, I don't know what people keep calling and saying, oh, they need to do this and that. Like, have they not watched bas- basketball? Have they not watched words? We're not doing nothing without Draymond. Like, yeah, he's been sloppy the past couple of days, but he's the heart and soul of everything. These people are crazy. But real quick, let me say this about Mark Jackson because I've been wanting to say this for so long. Okay, nobody is not saying or not acknowledging that Mark Jackson made us tough and you know, gave us defense, all of that, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, we was getting our head beat in by the Clippers year after year. He's getting into what people in the organization, making people go to church, talking about he wouldn't have gay people on his team, all this extra stuff. You know, he's bitter. Why do they keep having him call our games? Like, just all the Warriors fans, mute the TV, turn on Tim Roy, listen to the game while you watch it. Okay? Thank you. That You know what, Spaz, you make a ton of sense right there at the end part of that. Um, I do this, and you should too. 
You listen to 95.7 The Game, you get the great Tim Roy, and then you sync up your TV. You sync up the TV. You can do that. That's easy to do. You move it forward, you move it backward, you get it timing. Brian with a Y. Yeah, but people don't people are people don't want to do that. They're, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, like Dan said. They just want to enjoy the game. Well then you're not a real warrior fan. Uh, you're not a true warrior fan. Uh, well, I know. You are you're one of those longtime fans that can name every head coach of the Warriors all the way back to Mark Jackson. I know that you've been with him for that long. <laughs> all right. Hey, I got an issue. Who put Frisco? Was a guy from San Francisco or is he from like Frisco, Texas? I thought Frisco, Texas. That's why I said Frisco. That was uh, our great producer, Chris. Chris, it's San Francisco or the city. And you know I love you, Chris. But you, but I'm from these streets. And yeah. nobody calls it Frisco or San Fran. Chris is working right now. We'll All get right. him on the mic soon. So we might no, get, no, no, we might, he might get downgraded from love him to like him strongly. <laughs> you might get downgraded after that. So I, I honestly thought it was Frisco, Texas. Because I don't think anyone in their right minds calls it Frisco. Yeah, that's right. You echoed the sentiment, Jim Cozumore. I said Frisco. That's true. Whatever. Now, now, what's the what's the actual saying? Is it is it okay? You, you can't call it Frisco. Let's call it the city or or SF. San Francisco. You can't, can't, can't say downtown. I'm going downtown. You can't say that. It's you got to say title. I'm going to but the city. But the city is acceptable. Yeah, you can say I'm going to the city. Like if you live in if it's if you're the bridge and tunnel crowd, right? Remember that? Yeah, bridge I and do. tunnel crowd. You could say you're going to the city. Don't say you're going downtown. <laughs> Just telling you what I was taught when I was here. Uh, let's get to, listen, we got people who want to squawk, like Flow Glow in San Francisco. Flow Glow, this is going to be a phenomenal call because I just like your name. All right, welcome in. Draymond Green, pro or con, your thoughts? I'm definitely pro. Thank you guys for taking my call. Draymond is our grit. He's our heart and soul. Without Draymond, over the years, they already consider the Warriors as finesse we would have been marshmallow finesse. So Draymond provides that true grit. However, I do like the analogy. Uh, I did see the Ben Simmons analogy when as he would get close to the basket, he would, he would kick out. And I would much rather prefer him try to hit those shots. But I want to, the way Curry is doing that, straggling them, playing them um, not with each other, I think that's the best approach. Looney has been phenomenal with his rebounding and, and finishing at the rim. And I also want to throw a stat out there. When Steve Kerr has gone two and two in a series, he has yet to lose. So that's a good stat to, to keep in, the, in, your, in your database. Um, Steph Curry, phenomenal. He's able to break down the contested defense with his dribble. And I think that the momentum has now obviously switched and that the Warriors will win this in seven. Thank you, guys. I love, you know what, Flo Glow? If that happens, uh, Adam Silver is going to give you tickets to that game seven because that's all he cares about is getting it to a game seven. Dan? So will Mr. Lakeham. Definitely. Oh, no question yeah, about right. that. That's another, what, $16 million, $14 million per game that goes into the Cha-ching. coffers? Uh, Dan, you are getting schooled on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Frisco or the city or the SCO. Anyone who has ever rapped calls it Frisco or the SCO. Well, how, that could you, explain a lot. How can you not be down with that? 
Well, first of all, I don't rap. So they're telling me they call it Frisco? Yes. No, they don't. No, it's, they don't. Hey, no, Dan, from the 650. It's Frisco if you a G. It's Frisco if you're from the 650. Step into the 415. <laughs> and then call comeback. by its proper title. That's a good comeback on your part. I got it. I got it. Score one for Devon on that one. 650. Do you think Flo Go Glow was any. Did you think that she got that from Flo Joe going back to the 100 meter, 200 meter gold medalist from the 1980s? Was Flo Joe clean or not clean? Was she the sprinter who was not clean or clean? Mm. Not clean. She yeah, was not yeah. clean? I don't know. She was not clean. So I'm going to say Flow Glow is a step up because wants nothing to do with Flow Glow is not using performance enhancers to come strong. Do we know that? Well, I'm going to, you know, Flow Glow, I got your back on this one, sister. I'm going to go with she's not on performance enhancers. She was pretty strong. Sal is in the East Bay. The real East Bay on 680 or the fake East Bay on 880? What is it, Sal? <laughs> I'm the real. That's right, baby. 888. No, nah, 880. That's that's not the that the real one is 680. Your thoughts? Anyway, rebounding, Sal. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm actually I'm actually driving to uh, Half Moon Bay. Uh, originally from the East Coast, big Sixers fan, but now moved to the West. So uh, really enjoying the the Warriors. Really really involved with the uh, Warriors. Uh, what I noticed on Game Three and Game Four between the, the difference between the Game Three and Game Four was the rebounding. I mean, end of third quarter and fourth quarter, there was. Boston had lived on offensive rebounding, and they were killing us. You're right. That was a big difference in Game 3. happening. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. It was the game changer, Sal. You are correct. And, 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 and I mean, it, it, the Kerr has to make that decision of sitting, you know, Draymond. I mean, again, a Draymond fan, but it, it, it's a matchup issue, and I think that uh, Kerr made the right decision. I think you're absolutely right. And your point of Boston getting second shot opportunities in game three, it was the complete difference maker to turn that around in game four. And you got to give credit to Wiggins for his 16 off the glass. Game one, Warriors played solid defense for 23 seconds. The shot would go up, a miss, and then an offensive rebound. And then you got to play 23 more seconds of defense. I'm telling you, it wears the heck out of you and demoralizes you the way Horford and Williams were keeping the ball alive, Dan, in game number three. Yeah, and getting back to Gavon Looney, this guy is absolutely so significant to everything that's going to unfold from this point forward. He's got to be on the floor. Steve Kerr said as much that he should have played him more in game three. He only played 17 minutes. This guy continually... Gets disrespected, overlooked. Let's let's draft your replacement in James Weissman. Heck, let's draft your replacement in the in that in the kid Jordan from the University of Oregon. And all he simply says is okay, and then just balls. He has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that against this team and against any team, quite frankly. Remember going back to Memphis? The big question was how are you gonna Who's going to pound with that crazy Kiwi Adams and Brian Clark and all these guys? And it was Kavon Looney who ripped 22 boards to save everybody's bacon. But for whatever reason, he gets put back on the bench and then is overlooked, loses his starting spot, and then again rears his head last night. And everybody says, once again, they have this come-to-Jesus moment. Oh, yeah, we need him. He's significant. He's not the loudest kid in the room, but that is – he is so important to in terms of controlling offensive boards. He's the one guy along with Wiggins who's getting the job done. He's got to play, and he's got to play. And if he plays, that means Draymond can't play as much. Sorry for all you Draymond believers. I like him as much as you do, but you cannot have 
two non-shooters on the floor against that Boston Celtic defense. That's true. Kevon Looney, 28 minutes, 11 rebounds, four of them at the offensive end for the Golden State Warriors. And here is how Steve Kerr felt Looney affected the game. He's just crucial to everything we do. He's our best screener, our best rebounder, one of our smartest players. He's always in the right spot. You know, he made, I thought, the biggest bucket of the game when after um, Horford made the three from the corner, Draymond made the, the pass out of the pocket to Loon. He finished with that left hand. So Loon has just grown leaps and bounds this year. He's been really good for us over the years. But this year in particular, he's taken a leap to a point where he's you know irreplaceable for us. And he's uh, played in every game and a guy we count on. I didn't play him enough in game three. You know, that was my mistake. So it was important to get him out there, and he had a huge impact on the game. All right, so that's the guy who has to make all the tough decisions saying that. Uh, Kavon Looney, how will he affect the game coming up on Monday night? We'll have to see just how much they use him. But remember, you've got a guy who's going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year, Kavon Looney. And if you're... Kavon Looney's agent, you take that soundbite that we just played from Steve Kerr and you walk over to Bob Myers and say, uh, hey, I'm not sure if you heard this, Bob, but uh, here's what your future Hall of Fame head coach had to say about my guy. And why don't we why don't we get the bidding started yeah. at uh, at about ten million dollars a year? Or you take that original offer that you gave yeah. and you scratch it out yeah, and say it just went up eight million. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. So we are about to go on a run of real East Bay callers here, the six eighty corridor, but I need to get a mea culpa in there. Okay, a mea culpa. Flojo was clean. Yeah. Flojo never used the juice. It was Marion Jones who got popped for the juice. That's right. So we apologize to Flojo, her entire family, her extended family, her friends and acquaintances and fans. And therefore, we say that Flo Glow also clean. If Flojo was clean, Flo Glow clean as well. Marion Jones, by the way, one of the few who's been accused, busted of of using steroids or uh, steroids or performance enhancers and then admitted as much. Did not hide behind an attorney, didn't say, I can't speak on it, just simply said, I made a mistake, I did it, rose her hand. And that was, you know, something that Major League Baseball players failed to follow her lead. Sammy you know Sosa, Mark well, McGuire. You're absolutely right. If someone did it and got caught and they said, you know what, I did it. No I apologize. Did. You know what, you got to give, you got to tip the cap a little bit. Marion Jones was the only one back then. Well done. Well done. You you have decency in your lack of decency <laughs> to uh, stay clean and compete at the highest level like all of your other was competitors. Flo have, did she have local ties? Anybody look that up? Why do I want to think Most she Most all track and field eventually goes back to San Jose. Yeah. Like the greatest uh Going back athlete. to the 60s. Yeah, like, yeah, 60s, early 70s, back when Bruce Jenner, at the time Bruce Jenner, yeah. was the greatest athlete on the planet. San Jose was his training hub, and that was a big place for sprinters, distance runners. I know everyone looks to the Pacific Northwest in Oregon. That's because of the behemoth Nike and the shoe conglomerate that they put together with Phil Knight. I believe they also trained at San Jose State, too. Is that what it was, San Jose? I, th- I didn't know if it was San Jose City College or San Jose State. I want to say you're it was right. San Jose State. Yeah, San Jose State, so you are right. You are correct on that. Uh, big run of calls coming. Let's go out to the D. It's cold in the D, Danville. Actually, it's about 103 out there today. Greg and Danville. Let's get into uh, Wiggins and Curry. Are those the two most important players for the Warriors to get a Game 5 win? Thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely. But before we get into that, i got a bunch of topics I want to run through, so I'm going to touch on them very, very quickly. Sure. Sal, when you moved from Philadelphia back to 
California, you can't just be a Warrior fan immediately. Come on, have some roots. <laughs> Philadelphia, those are your boys. If I move to Philly next week, I'm still a Warrior fan. I grew up here when we had Ronnie Cycli and uh, Keith Jennings. So Warriors for a Mr. long Basketball. Time. Two. Let's let's jump back into Draymond real quick. So any Warrior fan that's grown up a Warrior fan, they know that the second Draymond Green came to the Bay Area, that's when we started winning. Before Draymond Green was here, we did not win. So if you think Draymond is the problem, you might be the problem. All right, let's go to the third topic. Steph Curry, last night. That might have been the greatest performance in NBA Finals history. Steph Curry has not gotten the respect he deserves. He's going against the number one defense in the NBA with the defensive player of the year shadowing him. He's getting triple teamed and hitting step-back fallaways, splashing threes from all over the planet. People, put some respect on this guy's name. Okay, let's move to the next topic. This is why I really called. Robert Williams. I keep hearing about how athletic Boston is. Yes, they are. They're very athletic. But Robert Williams, last night, there was a play when Kevon Looney came into the game. And Robert Williams had blocked three or four shots in a row. Kevon Looney came in. He caught a pass about three feet from the hoop. He made a soft pump fake, and he jumped out of the gym. And Kevon was able to finish on the backside of the rim effortlessly. When we have a blocker, can we pump fake once Good in a while? Good call. Good call. I would love to see that. I'd love it. Greg, you reeled off a bunch of great stuff. We will respond in kind. First, thank you very much for the call. Steph's Game 4, greatest finals performance ever. Might I just, Your Honor, put into evidence this set of numbers from May 16, 1980, when one Irvin Johnson of the Los Angeles Lakers played 47 minutes, had 42 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, a block shot, and won the NBA title in his rookie year with no Lou Alcindor on the floor. I playing all add. five positions. Yes, playing all five positions. Magic was the original and far greater than Draymond Green. He played all positions, could handle the ball, does everything. Draymond's your pocket magic. Yeah, I can't say Draymond and Magic in the same sentence. Okay. Can't go there. Both Michigan State guys. No, I By get By the that. way. Lansing, Michigan. You add me on that list. You got That's three right. Michigan there State guys. Sparties. Sparty. So here's the thing about Draymond last night. Just getting back to it, he just looked as though his offense has left him. Okay? But that's not – when people point out, well, his offense has got to come back, since when has he begun good offensively the last two years? It's not what he does. But it's clearly – it's not even remotely something that he can rely on. And it's, I think it's clearly in his head. He won't even shoot runners. And again, when he had some bunnies near the basket, he went straight up Ben Simmons, sorry. And he just wanted nothing to do with that basketball and said, Gavon, you take it. So he's got to give you a little something on the offensive end. But I expect him to bounce back in a huge way, especially when they come home. He'll be re-energized. Your Draymond Green equals Ben Simmons take is right now the greatest take of these NBA Finals. How long before either Charles Barkley or the Shaq Diesel, Shaq Bialidocious, supercalifragilistic Shaq Bialidocious, steal that as their own? The next time they're on NBA TV, you think that they'll end up using it there? 
I have no idea. I think they will. I think they will say Draymond Green is Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Didn't Shaq say Draymond was one of his favorite players too? That's true. You could say that, but you can also say, oh yeah, but there's you have to, you know, got to analyze what it is you see. He can still be your favorite player. It's not an indictment on his career. It's just for one game and getting out of Boston where I think clearly he wanted nothing to do with a basketball. It wasn't as obvious, obviously, as Ben Simmons, who for whatever reason didn't dunk at six foot eleven in the Eastern Conference Finals when you needed a bucket and you were down to. Yeah, but that was also against Trey Young. Draymond's going against Robert Williams, Al Horford, bigger guys. I can understand it. And people need to forget or need to remember. Ben Simmons is an all pro defensive player. I know everybody fixates on the offense, but we gotta remember Draymond Green is an all pro defensive player as well. So stop bashing on the guy. Also from Greg, our caller, to taking the shot at Sal. Hey, you're from Philly, and you're jumping on the Warrior bandwagon. Let me point out, Greg, the Warriors were originally the Philadelphia Ooh, Warriors. Wow. So uh, I will step on you on that one, my friend, and I will carry the championship belt and throw it over the shoulder. Done. Ooh, we need to take a time Drop out. Drop that mic, baby. Exactly. We need to take a time out. When we continue, I wrote Bart to work today. Could I pass a random drug test if Odyssey made me take one? And why does it always smell like dope when I'm on the train? That's all straight ahead. And your calls at 888 Devon and Co. is on your proud home of the Warriors, 95.7 The Game. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Curry drifting. All eyes on number 30. Bounce pass to Thompson. Fires away. Bang! Thompson top of the key with a three. The Warriors lead by one. It just takes one. Now back to 95-7, the game. Curry drifting like the smell of ganja on my BART card today on my way to work. Uh, and with that as my tease, after the last segment was ending, I get this from the 650. Number one, nobody says dope, you fossil. <laughs> Did you say dope? If you need this is a Starsky and Hutch episode? <laughs> 
Nobody says ganj. The ganja. The Mary Jane. The ganj. Dope. Uh, if you need a safe radio word, use trees or flowers, as in smoke trees, smoke flowers. Secondly, have you ever been to the bay before? We blaze all day in the bay. Uh, burning trees, Coz. Burning trees. I did not know that that's what smoke trees or burning trees or smoke flowers meant. You kidding me? Half the text line on our collars are burning trees. <laughs> right now, as we speak? Absolutely. It's a prerequisite. We're all over the phone callers today because you have been so fantastic at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Original Niner fan was on hold and then had to drop and has come back. So I'm going right to Original Niner fan. Okay, out in Pleasanton, one of my favorite areas. I think the name says it all. Pleasant in tons. That's how it is when you're out in Pleasanton. Original Niner fan, you've got a warrior take, and it's hot, and we want to hear it on 95.7 The Game. But before we hear oh. that, I just got to test you. If you're an original Niner fan, I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions, and you got to tell me what position. Vic Washington. Vic Washington? Yes. Vic Washington, uh, wide receiver. Running back. Ah, sorry, not okay. Uh oh. Next caller. Well, you know, I am an I am an original Niner fan. I go back to '46. All right, who was, was the who was the, with my uncle screaming? Who was the Hall uh, of Fame tackle? Out of diapers, but just, so, so I don't remember everything. You know, at this age, original Niner but, fan. I'll, I'll hold on, hold, original Niner fan. I got to let you save yourself here. Who was the Hall of Future Hall of Fame tackle on the 49ers? Who died within like the last five years? I I don't think he was there in forty six. You're talking about Bob St. Clair? Yes, I'm talking about Bob St. Clair. You just redeemed yourself. Yeah, but he didn't, you just he, redeemed yourself. He didn't come he didn't come to the Niners to about fifty two or three. So you go back so to what you go back to Frankie Albert. You go Frankie oh Albert. yeah, you so you're YA. YA. That's right. That's right. And I still have most of my facilities, believe it or not. But, Let uh, me ask you this. Not, Where do you not, rank uh, John Brody as one of the all-time 49er great quarterbacks? Because I don't think he gets enough, uh, uh, you know, enough, I don't think people appreciate John Brody. Your thoughts, original Niner fan. Oh, uh, oh, I love John Brody. He was such a classy guy. He's such an accurate passer. Uh, born with a silver spoon, a spoon in his mouth. I mean, he was a, oh, a great Stanford guy. Taking, look at taking shots uh, at somebody just because they're still. successful. No, yeah. Terrible. All anyway, right. Uh, there's it. a lot of talk about 1964, uh, the last time the Celtics and Warriors were in the finals uh, with Wilt. So I like to focus on Wilt. Uh, I know a lot of the younger generation out there, <laughs> they, they never saw Wilt, and they sort of, I think, undervalue him. But I'll tell you, there never was any athlete who ever lived like Wilt Chamberlain. He ran the 400 meters. He high-jumped seven feet. Uh, he threw the shot to a 50 feet. So uh, anyone says he can't play today, my grandson actually told me that. I, I, I highly disagreed. I just I, I disinherited him when he told me that because Wilt was uh, uh, <laughs> just uh, unstoppable, and he'd be a star today. Anyway, I'm going to go back even further in 64, a story I think your listeners might enjoy. In 1960, the Warriors um, – not, not the Warriors. Wilt and a barnstorming team played the 49ers at my high school in Larkspur, Redwood High School. Mm-hmm. And I've been uh, there. before the game, we were at the gas station up the street from, from Redwood the School, and Wilt pulls in in a Cadillac with no front seat. And he says to the Deep Boys, you know where Redwood High School is? 
And we, of course, were all stunned, didn't know what to do. We gave directions. So we went to the game, and uh, I was in the Letterman's Club, and we were kind of responsible for the locker room when we got to the game. So Wilt's barnstorming team played the Niners, and Bob St. Clair tried to guard Wilt Chamberlain. Now, St. Clair was uh, about 6'9", 280 in his prime. Of course, Wilt was 7'1", maybe 280 as well. So on one play, Wilt went up and threw the ball through the through the hoop and hit St. Clair in the head and knocked him down to his knee. He was stunned. So that, that that just shows you, uh, you know, what amazing you do that to Bob St. Clair. Um, so I just want to emphasize how great uh, Wilt, Wilt uh, was for everybody. You are correct. Afterwards, uh, yeah, afterwards, uh, in the locker room, we were passing out towels. There's a story there, but I won't bring that oh, up. Oh, well, man, that sounds like a, a show for Devon and Co's After Dark. That sounds like the type of story we yeah, want to hear. Right. I mean, maybe the, yeah, the Sunshine Saloon, I might tell that story over here in Pleasanton. But, uh, I will see you there. Somewhere else. So. All right, my friend. <laughs> okay, my Sounds friend. good. Yeah, Original yeah. Niner fan. We appreciate it. I, you know what? I'll take those stories. He was part of the Letterman's Club. Can we go back to a simpler time, Dan? I wanted to hang. I, you know what? He brought me back to 1960 in that moment. What is the Letterman's Club? So you get a letter if you play a varsity sport on your sweater to walk around. Is that it? You know, we should have kept original Niner fan on for him to describe it. But I think you might have hit it. You, if you, you, you know, because they wore the Letterman sweater, which I think is cooler than the Letterman jacket. I think the sweater has. A, there's a little. You know, I'd go with the uh, rolled up blue jeans. White socks and some white bucks that I'd be wearing. Yeah. You know? Go down to the button up shirt with my Letterman sweater. Go get a burger with your girl and some yes. woman on roller skates comes out and takes your order. Drive in movie afterwards. One milkshake, two straws, please. All cost a total of three bucks. Can we go back to a simpler time when the original Niner fan was hanging out with Bob St. Clair, all six foot nine, two sixty three of them? And Chamberlain was having sex with everybody in the North Bay. <laughs> Is that why he didn't have a front seat? He needed more room in the back seat? I didn't get the front seat. I, I, I think it's because he's, he's so, so big. big. He was sitting in the back seat. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think that was the, the point. But, boy, cars were much bigger at that point. Robin Williams, Redwood High School graduate. Is that so? Yeah. Um, trying to think if I know any Redwood High School trivia. I've been there. I don't. Did you know that uh, Bob St. Clair... Another was, Stanford guy, right? Another Stanford guy. Him and Brody, I think, were Stanford guys. No, no. St. Clair was a Tulsa guy. Okay. And was he mayor? Not of this city. Daly City. He was elected Daly okay. City's mayor. How about that? Yeah, that's weird. Uh, and during his tenure, the Philadelphia Warriors moved to the Cow Palace in Daly City. Became the San Francisco Warriors. At least that's what my friend Wikipedia says. <laughs> And that, they're never wrong. They're not. Out to Danville we go, 888-957-9570. Sam is in Danville. Hey, Sam, uh, your thoughts on Steph Curry and the broadcasting that we're seeing and hearing nowadays? Yeah, hey, guys. Um, thank you for taking my call. I have to respectfully disagree with you, Coach. Okay, sure. Uh, you have a lot of information, and, and you're a really, really smart guy. But you're not um, I would right. say that the broadcast. I was going to say, you're being kind. Definitely. <laughs> I would say the broadcasters definitely are um, 
familiar with the Warriors. You mentioned something about they might have an East Coast buyer so they don't cover the Warriors. I mean, the Warriors have been to the final six out of the last eight years. And correct me if I'm wrong, ABC and those two gentlemen have broadcasted all of those games. Oh, yeah, they have. Very, very competent on the Warriors. I just think they're haters. I think people just don't want to see dynasties continue. Um, and, uh, yeah, I would definitely agree with some of the callers that said that there's definitely a little bit of bitterness with the Mark Jackson situation, mm-hmm. uh, which, for whatever reason, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I would feel any different than he if I were in his shoes. I mean, that's a pretty <laughs> – you, you, you have a team you leave. I, that's probably why he hasn't gotten a coaching job since, um, just to see how successful the Warriors have been since he stopped coaching them. But uh, we will give him some credit. He was part of the foundation for the – for the defense, so we will give him that. Um, Steph Curry, so I called last week, um, Coach, I think you were off, and I spoke to Dan, and I said, Curry plays 40 to 44 minutes, we'll win this series. And last night, I believe he played 41 minutes. Correct, uh, so 41. I'm, I'm just really happy they're playing him more. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, to me, to me, this is Steph Curry is Jordan-esque right now. That pump fist after the first quarter uh, three-pointer, I've never seen him so hungry, so motivated, and so pumped up. Um, I think that got all of us fired up. He let the Boston crowd know we're not going anywhere. This is our championship, and we are not giving it up to you guys. You guys are the young guys. Maybe down the road you can get it, but this is us, and we're not done yet. And so continue to play Steph Curry, I think, 40 to 44 minutes. It's okay if he shoulders most of the offensive scoring, as long as you get 15 to 20 from, or 15 to 20 from two of the three guys, Pool, Clay, or Wiggs, and I think we're fine. But I think they're going to win in seven. Um, I'm not going to mess with Dan. He's already got enough egg on his face from all the other callers from his confident uh, from his comments yesterday. Uh, but Warriors in seven, and uh, go Doves! And thanks for hey Sam. Call. Sam, hang on for a second. So, uh, you know, you were you did. Sam called, and, and he was one of those guys that said they need to play him in excess of 40 minutes. What do you think about Steve Kerr sticking to sort of this regular season in terms of the scheduling and having Steph sit in the beginning of the fourth quarter? I'm having a hard time with that because no, the last two games he's come yeah, back into it. the game, he's no longer lathered up, and that's when he's been committing this rash of turnovers. The, the Steve Kerr has got – listen, sleep when you're dead is what I'm saying. And Sam, I'm just curious your thoughts on sitting Steph at the beginning of the fourth. No, I mean, if you look at the last few games, he gets so hot in the third quarter. At the end of the third quarter, he's bombing trays, getting fouled, falling down, not getting the calls for whatever reason, Um, and ones, right? Two of them in a row, which were blatant fouls, right? And he's on fire, and then, okay, well, let's be – it's very robotic, right? Okay, it's the fourth quarter. Let's put him out. Yeah, again, it's regular season. All things. This is his legacy, and that's what I mentioned last week, Dan. This is a, his legacy being cemented as possibly a top five to let's say ten player of all time, and he wants it more than anything. You can see it in his eyes. You can see it. I mean, he's not the nice, funny, like oh, making doing dances. He's pumping his fist and flexing on people, and he wants it bad. I, I say play him forty-five minutes. I don't care. I mean, I know he doesn't care. I mean, of course I care about him, but I don't think it's going to affect him. I told you guys last week, he is the most fine-tuned athlete possibly in sports. He runs a marathon every single time. Thanks, Sam. All right, we appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, I will point this out. 41 minutes for Steph, 41 minutes for Clay, 
43 minutes for Wiggins. Do we think they can do it three more times? Coz, why doesn't he play 48? LeBron James went the full 48 from here on. From this point forward, I know game sevens, he would go the full 48. He would, it was, it was not unheard of for LeBron in the finals to go the distance. Now, listen, if Steph's like, I don't have my legs, I need a breather, he's on has an honest enough relationship with Kerr. But this idea of, well, I gotta rest him because that's what we do in the regular season, and this sort of formulaic template that you're sticking to, listen. Hopefully Jordan Bull and Clay get there. As of right now, he's going to take you to the promised land, and there's only one dude. It's him. You either ride that pony or or you're lo- you got no shot. So 48 for Steph at this juncture, if he can do it. Let me just point out that in the 1961-62 NBA season, one Wilt Chamberlain of the Philadelphia Warriors Averaged 48 and a half minutes per game. <laughs> More than the number of minutes per game that are played 48-minute games because he played every minute of every game, including overtime. And then after the game, he They counted those volleyball. minutes as two. That's right. Uh, but 48 and a half minutes per game for the Philadelphia Warriors. So you are correct. The Warriors have a history of players playing 48 minutes plus per game. Never take Steph out. Hashtag never take Steph out. I think he can do it. This, listen, man, this is it. He, listen, in in a week, no, a week from tomorrow, if he goes seven games, I'll tell you what, Steph, here's the deal: you can sleep for the next three months, you can rest for the next three. My brother, this is it, and we may never get back here again. Sleep when you're dead, young man. The caller had a point about Mark Jackson, and it has to be tough to go back and broadcast Warrior games, and he's done it enough by now. I'm sure it's it's he's been able to shake off any angst. That he may have had. But I will say this about Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson's the guy who met the girl, went through the tough times, got the relationship back on track, drove to the church, walked down the aisle with the girl, (laughs) and at the moment the priest said you can kiss your bride, had to hand over the keys to Steve Kerr. And Kerr gets to marry that team and ride off into the sunset and live happily ever after. Yeah, listen to Andrew Bogut. And he was on a podcast, this is about 10 days ago, and he he was pretty succinct. He said, yeah, Mark Jackson was good defensively. But when Steve Kerr took over, he unlocked us. What Mark Jackson was doing offensively was straight out of the 1980s and or the 1990s when he played. He was all about iso ball. It was all about Monte Ellis' clear side. It's all about Steph. It was about having your best player with the ball in his hands, a la James Harden. He said... The minute Steve Kerr took over, it created this level of motion, offense, the ball not sticking, and everybody getting involved. And he said, that's when we took off. Well, they've taken off. That's for certain. And here they are back in the finals, a place that I never thought they would be. And yet here they are. Let's go down to San Jose. Johnny is there. Johnny, uh, your thoughts on the officiating. Are you seeing this as a... Maybe the Celtics getting the benefit of most of the calls? Or how do you think the officials are doing, Johnny? So I have three key points, but can I make a comment on the Mark Jackson real quick? Go for it. Um, so, so I would compare Mark Jackson to Steve Kerr is like what when the Niners went from Mike Singletary to Jim Harbaugh. Mike Singletary and Mark Jackson gave him the physical toughness and motivation, but it was Jim Harbaugh and Steve Kerr that brought the excellence in those that allowed them to win. I like that. That's a really good analogy. All right, on to your officiating portion of your phone call. Uh, okay, 
So I have three quick rants, if you guys don't mind. Um, my first thing is, I'm not a fan of complaining about the officiating, officiating, but I've never seen a game officiate so egregiously one side through all my years of watching NBA basketball. Really? My point. My second point is. Wow. Yeah. My second point is, I see Boston grabbing the Warriors. Uh, Wiggins getting hit in the face. No call. But Curry gets knocked off so many times. No, I mean, no, they would call a foul on the Warriors. No, no, they wouldn't call a foul on the Warriors. But Curry would get knocked down a couple of times, and he wouldn't get no at least some superstar treatment call. And then my my third point is, so if I recall, the head official last night was also the official in the Memphis game, which I believe the Warriors were complaining about how he was like, you know, not giving them their share of calls. So I believe he has some vendetta against the Warriors. Love your show. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. We appreciate it, Johnny. Uh, I would say this. Free throws, Warriors shot 15, Celtics shot 19. Fouls, Warriors had 21 as a team, Celtics had 17 as a team. I actually enjoy this level of basketball. They're letting them play. And I know I like it's that. weird because, you know, it's so ticky-tack and you're stopping play every five seconds in a regular season NBA game, and now all of a sudden they're letting them play. So obviously, instinctively as a player, you're snapping your head going, where's the call? I mean, I, this is the way sort of we've been playing for upwards to the last six to eight months, and now all of a sudden you're, not, you're eating your whistle. I wish it would be like this from, from jump, right? Why aren't they playing like this during the preseason, throughout the regular season? This is the sort of basketball that I enjoy where it's up and down and it's fluid. But the players, I understand it because they're, they're looking for the whistle because typically you know, we stop play intermittently, right? It stops every 10, 15 seconds for what – what is essentially a no call that has no consequence in terms of whether a guy was going to or not make a basket. It's the refs just simply you know, sticking their chest out here saying, I'm here too. Let's sneak back into the phone calls at 888 Chuck is in Nevada. Chuck, are you enjoying the commentary work by the American Broadcast Company's crew? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, yeah, you know... I don't mind it. I, I think there's some like good dynamics between uh, Mark and Jeff Van Gunny. I always find them kind of comical. But I wanted to kind of think. Of, I wanted to transition to our local commentators, Helena and Bob, and how much I love those guys. And as a as a Dub fan, you know, so I'm over in Nevada. I'm actually lived in the Bay Area, or Sonoma, Mendocino, Napa in my life, and we'd get the local Warrior games and. So I'm listening to just, you know, you, you kind of becomes part of your family, like listening to the local broadcast. And then you get to, you know, it's like a treat. Like every day I go to listen or watch, watch a warrior game. I get to hone in on our local broadcasters and Kalena and Bob are just, they've got this dynamic about them that I'm, I love. I mean, I, you know, I, it's just, there's something about it that it's a treat, like whether the warriors are losing or not listening to them, how wise they are and their wit and their humor and they're honest. And, and I don't know, I, you know, I'm sure maybe there's some people who, who don't like them. I don't know, but so I like them. Follow me here. Follow me here. It's like, you're connected to this, you know, and, and it goes deeper into the whole Bay sports channel, the NBC, all the staff, and it connects to 95.7, the game. And you're just sort of like in this, this story and, and connected to your family, your Dubs family on TV, and you get to watch it all through the playoffs. And then all of a sudden the finals show up and I can't watch a finals game listening to my boys who are incredible. I, I just, I want to listen to Kalena and Bob uh, 
commentate. And, and I'm sure there's Celtic fans who feel the same way. And honestly, I don't care about Mark and Jeff Van Gundy and what they do. It's, you know, it's a pleasure to watch the game. But, man, if I could, I feel like I'd pay 20 bucks a game if, if Kalen and Bob could oh. commentate because it changes the whole thing for me. And I think that they, you know, there's probably some bias they have towards the devs, but that's okay because I'm, that's my family. I'm, I'm okay to hear that, but I think they're really honest with you know, bringing up all the things that the Warriors are doing wrong. And you learn so much about what's happening in the game. And, you know, and, and I'll just leave it at this. Like, I, I played high-level basketball in a way. I varsity went on to play some lower-level college, mm-hmm. and I coach in our, you know, local community uh, leagues and things. And it, I don't know. I just I, – I wish – I don't know. So uh, to finish with a question for you guys. Sure. Why can't, why can't our local sports team broadcast companies still – commentate or broadcast great question it's not just the finals remember you don't get them in the conference finals either you only get them in the first oh, two right. rounds i think yeah. it's the first two rounds is it the first two rounds or just the first round first round you get them you don't it, get them in the second or the conference final or the finals it's kind of a bummer because you kind of have to adapt. i agree you know you're you you know you kind of adapt in the first couple games like in the conference finals it was awkward for me to watch it yep i hear you but, my um, friend and i'm with you chuck <laughs> because i'm friends with bob fitzgerald and i'm friendly with kalena uh through Kalena, we worked together at NBC for a few years. Bob, I have known since 1989. So we go back a very long way. I enjoy listening to them. I think it stinks you can't get it local. But the reason is the networks come in with the big chicken and they throw it on a table and the league says, all right, home teams, sit back and enjoy the rest of the finals. All the rest of the playoffs are going to be done by the big boys at the network. And it's a shame that you don't get a chance to hear your local guys. But you always have. 95-7 the game, and the great Tim Roy at the microphone for the finals. That is the best way to listen to the NBA finals, my estimation. Just my thoughts, Dan. I'm I'm sitting this one out because okay. of your relationship with Bob Fitzgerald. Okay. And Mr. Uh, well, I haven't talked to him in person Kalena, for a couple I, of years because of the pandemic, so if, you know, feel free to rip away. No, I'm not ripping. I'm just okay. I'm very critical when it comes to, to play-by-play, maybe overly critical, and I'm just – Dan, Dan, let's just say it. It's SI versus Sarah. Come oh, on, that's now. true. He is a Sarah guy. He is a Sarah guy. He's that a is. smart guy, though. The one thing I will say about Bob Fitzgerald is that when you listen to him, he is a smart person, and you can detect that on the air. And and for that, you get nuggets of information because he's well read, and he's a cerebral guy. And you don't typically get that when someone's calling a play by play. I just his style ain't for me. We need to leave st- it at that. I'll we, leave it at that. We need to step aside, but the five one zero gives me my next tease. If the Warriors win their fourth chip and Steve Kerr is at the helm, does he become the greatest coach in Bay Area sports history, surpassing Bill Walsh's multiple titles, Bruce Bochy's multiple titles? We discuss Mm. with Devon and Coes, 888-957-9570, and your calls. That's always the most important of what we do right here on your proud home of the Golden State Warriors 95-7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 